Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. During our time together, we're going to hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to ask if you would kindly leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, so find me at Ainsley B on Instagram. All right, let's hop in. Welcome back to the Wild Confidence Podcast, y'all. You're about to get a big bowl of gumbo with today's episode because two-time Grammy Award-winning songstress Lauren Daigle is with us today. LD, how are you? Hey, girl. I am doing so good. It's sunny where I am, and that's literally all that I care about. I love that. <laughs> I'm love so that. excited. <laughs> you are the Avril Lavigne to my Jesse McCartney. The Mike to my tiger, the rose to my mod. <laughs> I just love How you. How are you talking, chat? I just love yeah. you, baby. So, you know, as I was really preparing for our time together, I was thinking of how like you really shine confidence for sure, but really the person that like popped into my mind was your mom. And oh. I am a I just love how she carries herself and how she treats the people around her. And I remember, well, I remember, you know, being in what, fourth grade or fifth grade or whatever and hanging out. And your mom said that she went to come check on us at one point and she <laughs> heard me tell you like, yeah, I really like my mom. And like, I'm glad she's my mom. But if I had to get another mom, I'd want yours. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember that conversation. Isn't that hilarious? Wow. wow. It still That's is true. Crazy. It's the still true. That stick. Oh, I know. I love, I love your mom, mom so much. She's she incredible. A, she's a woman superhero. I just, when I mean the things that I, I tell everybody, because they're always like, golly, Lauren, how do you do as much as you do? And like, how do you always have so much energy and whatever? And I'm like, oh, my energy has absolutely depreciated over the years. Like, I need to figure out how to get it up because my mom is running circles around me like <laughs> my mom has enough energy to hold the world on her shoulders it is crazy how much she like not only takes care of literally every part of our family like I'm talking from my siblings their kids to my grandparents to my extended yeah. relatives like great aunts great uncles my cousins like she is such a matriarch of the family and not only does she kind of fit all of these things in her hand but she does it with like actual joy and like yeah. the actual love of the servant's heart and I, I like watch her in amaze and I'll never forget this one time I was seeing that she was like wearing thin like she was getting tired and um I was like mom like you've got to chill out like enough like of course you know the daughter who's blowing at like energy at all ends like on yeah. all cylinders is the one telling her mom like mom you have to calm down like so yeah stupid. but I was like mom seriously you need to slow down like enough is enough and she looked at me and she said Lauren don't ever put my capacity in your box and she <gasps> said well wow. I have been given what the Lord has like gracing with and the ability and that's not to say that she doesn't get burnt out like she does there are times yeah. but what she was saying was like 
what the Lord has graced me with and like the, the portion that he has given me is not going to be the portion that he has given you or anyone else. Don't compare and then judge me or critique me based on the things that you're capable of. She, and I was like, dang. Okay. She said, because I've been given capacity for the life that I'm living and it just looks different than your capacity, but don't put my capacity in the box that you live in. And I was like, shoot. And I, it was like, it wasn't even like, I wasn't mad or anything like that. It was like, and she wasn't even reprimanding. It was like such a, a moment to like gain perspective of why she's able to, able to have that confidence is because like she knows where it comes from. She knows who mm-hmm. she is. She knows where to get her strength from. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it amazes me how she can maintain joy on so little. But it's yeah. because like the joy of the Lord is her strength. And she laughs all day long. Like she just mm-hmm. never stops. <laughs> she never stops laughing. And when she's not laughing or if she's frustrated or if she's hot or whatever about something, like, it'll be just for about a moment. And then she'll yeah. be back laughing moments later. So, yeah. yeah, I love my mom. My gosh, I love her. I want to. I used to say when I was a little kid, Mom, I want to be just like you when I grow up. And she would say, don't want to be like me, Lauren. Don't want to be like me. Just, just want to be like Jesus. And I was like, Mom, I want to be like you. Okay, just accept it. And I want to live in your backyard for the rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> and she'd say, I don't think your husband's going to want to live in the backyard for the rest of his life. So you might want to work on that plan. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love your family. They're so fun. We just got to all hang out. And I literally just, I, I like when I, I feel like when I'm around your family, I turn into a sponge. And I'm like, okay, yes. I want to soak up literally every ounce of Jesus and wisdom and everything in the room because it's just full of it. And, you know, even, even being around you and our friendship, I've learned a lot from you without you even knowing it probably when it comes to self-confidence and your rediscovery of your identity through, you know, the look up trial journey is something that has really impacted me in, in my own as well. And in my work with unveiled and just all the things. And so I really, I wanted to have you on here because I would love for other people to hear from you on your confidence. And do you feel like there was like a turning point or a moment of impact that led you to finding that? I think a lot of times, like whenever we're, you know, on the road or whatever we meet, so many people and hear so many stories um behind the scenes that really shape not only how the night goes but like what I reflect on in the months to come Mm. um and when you know it's so true like what you think about is like what inspires you or what you'll become or where you're going to focus your energy and um I remember gaining stories and there were moments in time that the story would overwhelm me like I didn't have the stamina or the the strength to kind of carry that story Um, and I think Mm. that time was really a defining moment of of finding confidence or finding exactly what it is where it is that I was supposed to hold all of these things and 
I'll never forget. I was sitting with my friend Bob and um, he wrote the book Love Does, Bob Goff for everybody listening. And I remember saying, I love him so much. I said, Bob, I don't know how to handle all of this. I was like, I've got all these stories. I've got all the pressure from expectation from people and my label, like even just little job pressures, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I don't know how to see this the right way and, and manage all this. And I was going through a really just a rough patch with the expectation and the pressure and the endurance required and the perseverance required and, um, to kind of be in this position. And, um, I looked at, or Bob looked at me and he said, Oh, you just need to remember what your eight year old self would be thinking during all this time. And, and it like struck me. I was like, wow. Okay. And he was like, yeah, like would the eight year old version of yourself be stressed out about that comment Would the eight year old self Mm. be stressed out about like plans working out tomorrow? Would the eight year old self be worried about like the expectation that your label might have of you? Like, no, they're going to go out and do things with joy and with um, exuberance and they're only going to see a limited perspective that allows them to, to keep that joy, you know? And so I was like, okay, I really want to figure out how to do that. And then that's where the look up child record came from. And he said, take a Mr. Potato head everywhere you go and just remember what it's (laughs) like to be a kid. Like, don't forget that the essence of a child. And, um, it really forged the next season. And I think like the irony is that with that record came a lot more exposure. And so I'm having to, in ways like fight for it even more sometimes. But I think, um, I genuinely think that like God has a sweet way of just saying like, you've been trying to hold these stories or you've been trying to hold this expectation. But the second you allow me to show you that this is actually what I've I've created you for the burden won't be so heavy like my yoke is easy my burden is light this this can just simply be fun and joyful and I think like those are the things that I've been running back back to um Mm. these like since the record has come out that I just I just love I love being able to hear someone's story let it impact me and sit with me but not let it like become me in a way um like maintaining a healthy balance of like being able to sit with people in their grief or being able to sit with people in their joy um I think you know we were doing signing lines of like over 100 people every night and you get those stories that yes you know you carry all of that everywhere you go um and we started just cutting back on some things and thinking about what what is like realistic sometimes it's just quality over quantity and being able to sit with people and really take on like the shape of what it is that they're going through um, without let it, letting it become what, um, like become me. I don't know if there's a better way to say that, but like oh, yeah. I can sit with people sense. in sorrow without being sorrowful, if that makes yeah. sense. I can sit with people in pain without becoming painful. I can sit with people in grieving without being com- becoming grief you know and Mm -hmm. so I think what reminded me of that was just sitting with Bob and him being like don't forsake your childlike nature like don't allow 
these things of the world to overcome you so much that you forget the childlike confidence that comes whenever you look at the father. Yes, that's so good. And in those lines, it's like some people, you know, their own stories are too heavy for them to carry. And that's why they, they need broader shoulders. They need to bring it to you or to someone else because they need help carrying it. Mm-hmm. So what would you kind of say to them? Like if they came to you, you're the Bob. <laughs> what, yeah. what would you say to them? I would say run to a trusted source. Like for me, um, I ran to Bob because that was someone who had experienced probably a similar in some ways, just like he had, he used to be a lawyer. I know that being a lawyer, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, And then leaving that environment and then going into an environment where he had a platform um, like to the world where people were, were looking at him um, with eyes wide open, you know, so Mm -hmm. that lent himself for criticism. And those were two things that I could relate to. I can understand the weight of a large business on my shoulders and Mm -hmm. I can understand the weight of being vulnerable before a lot of people um, and having to understand how to navigate criticism and difficulty. So I think like for me, it was running to someone who could maybe understand the places that I've gone to that they could actually accurately speak into those places. Um, That was one thing. Another Mm -hmm. place that I would say, like run to people who you can trust in that, um, they know you, they understand you as well. So first one, run to someone that you can trust because they, they may have walked it out. They may be in a similar yeah. season or have been in a similar season Two, run to people who you can trust, like people that know you. Um, because I would come home and, you know, look at friends and be like, am I doing this right? Or how about this? Like the people that will keep your core, the focus, Um, those are people that can really speak in when you're going through a difficult time because they, they can remind you of who you are when you might be losing sight of who you are, or they Mm -hmm. can remind you of the things to hold on to whenever the things in the world might seem way too chaotic to grab a hold of, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that would be my advice for, for anybody who feels like they need someone to run to, they need someone to help, um, that would be like the carnal, the carnal way of doing it. The other thing would be to get with the Lord and like, honestly get before him and tell him the things that you're scared of, the things that you're frustrated by, the things that you're concerned about, um, any frustration, any anger, whatever it is, any sorrow, any disappointment. Um, and you could do that alone or you can do that with people. Like I, I know that there are friends like, if I'm out on the road or something and I'm having a rough day, I know exactly who to run to, to be like, I'm going to just scream and cry and like be upset before the Lord. And I just need someone there to like, um, kind of be like a a support system. Yeah. A soundboard through that process. And so I think it's like, it's knowing that you can go to God for all things, but even that space doesn't have to be lonely. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I love that. That's a good point. 
Hey, if you have enjoyed Wild Confidence Podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q&As. Head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. So in your like day to day, you know, that's kind of how you're, you're really finding that confidence or found that confidence and you're, it sounds like you're keeping it by, you know, talking to the Lord, relying on some community and remembering your inner child. Are there some like other practical day-to-day things that you might incorporate in your routine that help you really keep that confidence? I think day-to-day, um, there's so many things that you can compare yourself to, Mm -hmm. you know, you get on social media and there's going to be so many people that have an opinion or have a thought about something or, um, you can look at their lifestyle even or their body or their, um, plans and agendas, all those things. And you can start to compare yourself to those things. Um, and someone once told me that comparison is the thief of creativity and Ooh. it, it kind of got me on this train of thought that you can be um, looking at places like social media to fill you up or whatever. Um, and a lot of times in your pursuit of being filled, you can kind of slip into this way of comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how deceiving it could be, you know, like, Oh, well, I just want to run to such and such's page because I love the art that they do. And you're like, as you're observing, like maybe a painting or whatever, or like if it's makeup or whatever it is that you love, right? You can then look at your life and be like, man, why have I not accomplished that yet? Or man, I wish I could do that as good as they do. Or it's funny how even going to social media for something to inspire you can quickly become something that you compare yourself to. Um, And so I think for me, like day-to-day practice, is not getting wrapped up in what it is that other people are doing, Mm -hmm. but reminding myself like on a day in and day out basis, like what, where can I be originally creative? Cause creativity is something I care so much about. Where can I be originally creative? Like where my thought origin is not from, something I've gained like through social media or something, but my thought origin comes from an experience I've had laying in the grass, looking at the sun, um, yeah. getting an idea, getting, you know, like something pure. Yeah. Watching the sunset, like gaining a thought that is pure and not a construct, um, of something that I've seen via social media. I think that is something that I use to maintain confidence. Um, another thing, Like, so one would be eliminating um, comparison in an unholistic way. Mm -hmm. Two would be, um, I I love surrounding myself with people that don't take themselves too seriously and that love to laugh. Um, And a lot of times when you see someone else in life, like not being overtly concerned about the the fears or the places of intimidation that you are um, and you see how they're able to navigate it freely, a lot of times you can sit and say, okay, I want that. How can I, how can I get 
that level of confidence or that place of joy or that place of fearlessness um, like they have, not via comparison, but via encouragement, like being encouraged yeah. by the people around you that may have found freedoms that you haven't found yet. How yeah. do I, how do I allow myself to be encouraged by that, that person or maybe how, what are questions that I should ask to gain that? Um, I know, like I just went on a girl's trip this week and, um, the girls were goofy and crazy and had a lot of fun. And I noticed that like, as the week was progressing, the first couple of days I came, I was like guns blazing, full confidence, like feeling amazing. And like, I knew I was there for like a morale boost to like be the fun one and in the group and like be someone to encourage the girls and all of that. Yeah. But by like day three, I could feel like, I, I didn't know if it was like my confidence was slipping um, or if insecurity started to set in because I started comparing and realizing like, man, but they laugh a lot more throughout the day than I do. Or man, they're really comfortable with like people that are not looking at them. Like they don't live in a space where people look at them all the time and I wish that I could like and even if people would be staring at them it wouldn't change what they did in the moment and I'm like man I wish I had that you know and so I think for a couple of days it really like two of the days it probably robbed me of my joy because I was looking and comparing like well they're not as they're I'm not as fun as they are I'm not as funny as they are I'm not as outgoing as they are I'm not as confident in public as they are. You know, all of these lies honestly started coming to my head. And it's so funny that the last night I'm kind of like voicing this to one of my friends, like, just like, I need to go back and look and see like where places of my confidence have started to fail or whatever. And she said, it's really funny that you see yourself that way because I see you the complete opposite. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like there's been a, I don't feel like, oh, well, my friend Laura now, she's like, used to be so much fun, but, you know, her career kind of took that away. And now I just know she's like the mildly fun one. Lauren, I don't see that at all. And it's so funny how sometimes you need the people around you to encourage you to remind you of who you are. It goes back to exactly what I was saying before about going to people who you can trust, who know you. Um, And if you're having a moment where you're just not confident or a couple of days where you're not confident, like being comfortable with vulnerability to go to people around you and kind of risk it, like mm-hmm. take the leap of faith, you know, and say, look, I'm struggling in this area. Can you um, point me in the direction of things that I need to be reminded of? Yeah. Because that, that camaraderie really is so pure and so good. And I think that's what, that's where unity comes from, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for places of confidence, I would say don't live in the art of comparison. Steer mm-hmm. clear of comparison in an unholistic way. Comparison can be good, but right. for, for confidence sake, that's not the place you should run to. Um, yeah. And then the other place, well, let me also touch one thing on comparison. If you run to comparison, to gain confidence what happens in that moment is when say you go you look at such and such for 
am I better at them than this? Am I better at them than this? Am I better? There are actually going to be moments where you're better at, at things than other people are. But what that does is establish a foundation that is not, um, pure because the second that person becomes better at you than whatever said thing is, then your confidence will plummet. Yeah. So making sure that, that that's what I'm saying by comparison. I'm not saying like, um, it, it's meaning like the foundational element is already corrupt from beginning. Right. Where the confidence needs to come is not at, does this person do it better than me or this person do it better than me? Or do I do it better than them? It needs to come from like, God, who do you say that I am in this process? like in this journey of life, like what is it that I do or who is it that I am um, or what is it that I bring to the world that, that you can continue to pour more on, pour more confidence on. Um, And it's kind of, it's knowing who you are as a child of God and the things that that has afforded you in the process of, you know, what he has paved I think that's a much more secure foundation than comparing because whenever you compare, the slope is very tricky and you live your entire life like just maintaining the bar, Mm -hmm. just maintaining the ladder, just maintaining versus thriving, knowing, oh, this is where my confidence lies. And so because of my confidence, I'm able to do all these things versus like if I do all of these things, this is where I find my confidence. Yeah. And I, that's something that I have to really be wary of. Like if I hit the certain note in a show, well, that'll give me confidence for the next show. Well, the problem with that is when I don't hit that note, then I'm not confident for the next show. Right. Um, versus like, no, God's called me to this and he'll equip me for every night. Does that yeah. make sense? That makes perfect sense. It absolutely makes sense. And as someone who has known you for a long time, I will be one of the first people to stand up and say, you are one of the most consistent people who I've ever met with fame being thrown in the mix. And just with so much success that you've had, you have been the same person and the same fun, loving, confident, laugh, laughter filled, joyous (laughs) person that ever. And even though like, and I think it's refreshing to hear from your perspective that it doesn't always feel like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want to kind of just encourage you in that and say that you are one of the most um, kind and consistent and just incredible people that I know. So. um, Girl, thank you. That won't ever get old. I think it's going to be the thing that I have to be reminded of like just throughout this whole process, you know, because there's so much change all the time. So yeah, that means a lot. Yeah. How can um, our community pray for you? Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, for a fresh wave of creativity, that would be something that I really, really need right now. Just with the things that are going on in the world, like typically I feel the most alive when I'm just like performing, singing, I'm with people. That is the place that I just genuinely love and come alive. And so with that being gone right now because of the times and COVID and all that, um, 
I'm like, okay, I need to get back to the drawing board. Like there are things that I need to redefine in my life that, that are good. And I think that, you know, being a part of a creative environment is one of those things that I want to get. I want to be stronger about the discipline of like waking up each day and trying something new and waking up each day and, you know, being disciplined enough to say, okay, I'm going to paint today or I'm going to write a song today or um, just expand my creative wheelhouse. So for a fresh wave of creativity, that would be awesome. You got it, sister. I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your friendship. And I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today. Girl, I love you so much. This has been so fun, Ainsley. Seriously, thank you, girl. I love it. Um, Of course. Let's hang out IRL soon. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Love you. All right, babe. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.